0: Saunas aren't just for escaping cold temperatures. Did you know research suggests that a sauna session could be as good for you as a workout? It's also what Carolyn credits to lowering her blood pressure and stress without a prescription.
1: But neither of us had any idea just how pronounced the health benefits could be until I did a deep dive into the research to prepare for today's episode. What are those benefits? What's the best type of sauna to use? And how often should you go? By the end of this episode, we promise you're going to book yourself a sauNA appointment. Let's dive in.
0: Carolyn, I got so excited when I read all of these notes that you pulled together and this one of the studies that you were like, you have to read this, like that you found. I mean, I am so so excited about this topic today. I also feel like it was a it was like a little bit of a sleeper one for me. Like I always wanted to do it, but yeah. I didn't really realize how beneficial.
1: You know, to be honest, I, I've talked about going to the infrared sauna and really how key it was for me in getting my blood pressure down last summer. I knew it was good for me, mental right. mental health wise and blood pressure wise. I was honestly shocked when I was researching this episode at just. How many pretty profound benefits you get yeah. from going yeah. to the sonnet like three times a week. It it's crazy. So okay, but hold on, because I and I just
0: thought of this. Tell listeners like how you got introduced to it, why you started doing it, and then like what the benefit. Because if, if they haven't listened to like random tidbits in other episodes, they would kind of be like, wait. Hold on. And you have a reel, don't you, on Instagram? I do have a reel. We got to dig that bad boy
1: back out. Yeah. So I – my kids both have an autoimmune condition, and the onset of the first one was 2019, and kind of 2019 to 2022 were just a really just intense time of just ongoing stress. Like I was just in that fight-or-flight mode pretty much constantly and going from doctor to doctor, and you never knew there'd be a flare-up. Anyway – that I realized last spring, early summer, had started taking a toll on my physical health. And I mean, I mean, I knew that before then, but I think it finally started showing up like in a measurable form through my blood pressure. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I've ne- I've always, I usually have very low blood pressure, I always have my whole life. And I was like, you know, how can I have high blood pressure? You know, I don't feel like it's my diet. I'm still getting some exercise, you know. And my doctor said, you know, I don't feel like this diet or, you know, related to lack of activity. She said, I feel like this is stress. And this is due to, like, chronic period of stress. Yeah, You were having
0: physical symptoms, too, at one point. Yes. From high blood pressure.
1: Yes. What was I?
0: I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, but I remember that. Right, or uh, there was a, it was a short time period, but where you were saying that you could actually like your body I, felt different because your blood pressure had gotten I felt like high. it,
1: yeah, I felt like I could feel it, kind of yeah. like the fight or flight reflex when I started to sense that just kind of went off too, which didn't help things, right, you know, yeah, so <clears throat> um, she said. Okay, you need to lower your stress. Obviously, you know, keep doing what you're doing, diet and exercise wise. And she said, but if this doesn't, um, she gave me 30 days. And she said, you know, but you, um, we really need to put you on something if you can't get it down. Yeah. And I just really didn't want want to be on blood pressure medication. I was like, you know, uh, I don't know. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. So. I tried all different kind of stress management things, and thirty days comes, and I'm like, my blood pressure written down, and I canceled my appointment and pushed it back a month. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you really um, were determined, yeah. And so at that point, when I had a month, an extra month, I thought, okay. Someone took me to a place in Tuscaloosa called Purify You, and it's this cool place. I've never visited another place quite like it, but it is – it's got infrared sauna. It's got red light therapy. It's got salt therapy, Um, but it's it's a very holistic, like, approach, not a – not like some of the places where you go and you have like a membership pass and, right. y- you know, where, and you, you know, you want to IV with that. Right. Know? Nothing like right. that. <laughs> Did your B12 shot. and uh-huh,
0: have an episode uh-huh. on that, by and the so way. And so
1: I think I had a, um, I had a meeting at that with some friends who I work out with there. And we got introduced to all the different things that they had. And one of the things I tried was infrared sauna. And so I. You know, that was just like an initial little visit I had, but I thought, okay, everything else I have tried has not worked. Yeah. What the hell do I have to lose? Let's yeah. just do a month. Yeah. of this and let's see where you are. Yeah. Um so what I ended up really using um like on a regular basis like three or four times a week was the infrared sauna. And it made such a huge difference. It slowly got my blood pressure down back into normal range. It totally, you know, I had my nervous system was kind of dysregulated because it's just been in chronic stress, fight or flight mode. It really worked to calm that down. Any kind of anxiety, it calmed that down. It was just amazing.
0: That's so cool. It was
1: crazy. And, um, you know, as a dietitian, we're trained in all this science and research and I, this is seemed kind of out there, but I thought, yeah, it's where There's something to this. Yeah, it's definitely like alternative medicine. Yes, yes. And um, but I had no idea that the benefits were so pronounced. In fact, I texted you yesterday when I was reading this and um, told you that I made an appointment in the, middle <laughs> the day to go. You did, and it was so in the middle fired of the day. And
0: you were like, I'm so fired up, and I looked at the clock and I was like. It literally was, like, just after lunch or something. And I'm like, I can't believe Carolyn is in super productive mode that she's going to pause that to go do this and then come back. Like, Mm -hmm. clearly you were highly motivated. Yeah. And after reading all of these notes that you pulled together and all this research that you did, I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I really see it. Like, I'm motivated, and I've never even done it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So just to – when we say the sauna. Technically, the term is sauna bathing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I thought that was really but funny. Anyway, that is um, that is a term for shirt short term passive exposure to high temperatures, typically ranging from about 113 through to 200, 212. Okay, okay. that's a big range. Um, now, some of the benefits of, that research suggests you gain by going to the sauna for just Just three times a week. And this is less than 30 minutes. In each trip. In each trip. Yeah. Less than 30 minutes, three times a week. Improves cardiovascular health, which um, by that they mean lowers blood pressure. Improves your blood lipids, like your cholesterol numbers. Yep. Improves dilation and cardiac function. Lowers risk of heart disease. Decreases inflammation, decreases risk of dementia, and Alzheimer's. Um, it it um, there you see improvements with um, in symptoms of depression, improves pain management for anybody who has chronic pain, improves immune function, respiratory function, repairs proteins in the body that can deter gene mutations and variants from being turned on. And that's a really big one. The more I read on gene mm-hmm. variants and mutations and stuff maintains your muscle mass, improves your fitness, and increases endurance. Now, here's the kicker. You, this is just when you go three times a week, 30 minutes or less each time. When you go four to seven times per week, they found that there was a 65% risk reduction for dementia and for Alzheimer's disease um, and a 50% risk reduction in heart disease. That's shocking. It is
0: so cool. So,
1: okay. So the thing is, is you're sitting in this hot space.
0: It's going to increase your internal body temperature. Mm -hmm. Like that is the point of it. Talk, like explain to listeners about how that, like why that's a good thing. Like that kind of heat stress on your body. Yeah.
1: So we tend to think of all stress as bad stress, but that's not the case. Exercise is a great example. Exercise is a great example. It is stress on your body, but it's good stress. It's good stress. Yes. So basically the heat acts as a good stress to the body. And this enables or leads to the body becoming more adaptive. And it triggers physiological responses um, that are similar to what your body produces when you engage in moderate or high intensity activity, physical activity. Yeah. Um so the adaptive like enables your
0: body to become more adaptive. One of the examples that I thought was really interesting is it helps make your like your when you were talking about the heart health improvement specifically, mm-hmm. like the improving the blood pressure, improved dilation and cardiac function. So like that it it, it the way that I understood it was that it the stress with that like and the adaptiveness because of the stress makes like your blood vessels um, more supple like more flexible like they don't they're they're not as stiff they aren't
1: hard and crusty yeah exactly (laughs) which is and getting clogged
0: with stuff yeah which is bad for getting clogged with stuff but also is bad for for blood pressure like you want them to be supple and fluid and Um, and then there were some other things that maybe we'll get to in a little bit where we talked about like more like neuron plasticity, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, and which is important for the brain and the brain health. Um, but so like that uh, to me, when I read adaptive, it's like, it just, it uh, helps make some components like more literally like more flexible.
1: Well, you know, like I feel like I like exercise because I feel like I'm able to do more things in general in life, I'm more adaptive. I'm able to yes. do more. And I feel like maybe that's kind of the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in, in what it does to your body. Yeah. If you feel like finding high-quality supplements and natural healthcare products is like looking for a needle in a haystack, we've got the solution for you. Introducing Fullscript, a leading online platform that allows healthcare professionals like us to offer you a vast selection of professional grade supplements from trusted brands. With Fullscript, you can easily browse and order all your supplements in one place. I first discovered Fullscript when a healthcare practitioner recommended dietary supplements for my daughter. I was amazed at the quality of brands that I had access to on Fullscript, and I loved that I could get supplements for the entire family all on one site. The 20% discount didn't hurt either. Every product on Fullscript meets the highest quality standards, all undergo rigorous testing and are sourced from trusted manufacturers, ensuring safety and efficacy. Click on the Fullscript link in our show notes to get access to the Happy Eating Dispensary. Using this link will give you full access to all supplements available and gets you 20% off on every order. You'll also find recommendations for digestion, immunity, back to school, anti-aging, and women's health. As well as the supplements that Briarly and I order on a regular basis.
0: So you go switching gears on the sauna situation real quick. So you go to an infrared sauna.
1: Yes. So there's several different types. But saunas have been used in various cultures across the globe, mainly for like purification, detox, or healing purposes for years. Like they were building fires. Oh yeah. You know, to to heat them. Um, they're fairly new to the medical and research world. New, I say, 20 to 30 years. Um, And they're still kind of, you know, we don't have as much, I guess, research um, um, as we do on other stuff. But most of the research is based on the use of Finnish saunas. So, Finnish saunas um, use high heat, usually 180 to 200 degrees to induce sweating. Now, um, Finnish saunas are the they originated where you had this fire in this small room yeah. and that kind of thing, like um, they were outside. Yeah, I mean they still do have them. They still do. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: we had a, a pair from Finland right. when, Holland was a baby, and um, anyway, and so she, she always talked about saunas. She's like, I don't understand why do you guys not have more saunas yeah. here? Like this winter weather is so depressing, but so they would they go outside in their box or whatever and then they go yeah. out in the snow and then they go back in and
1: yeah anyway. so now a lot of them are electric um but some they've also you also have infrared saunas so in infrared saunas and this is the type that I go to and I feel like the type well it's hard to find saunas in general but I feel like the type that you do see that more people are starting to make available so The good thing about infrared saunas is the heat is slightly lower or a good bit lower. It's usually between 113 to 140.
0: So basically like how it feels like outside right now in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding.
1: Pretty much. Like yesterday I went and when I went in, it was like right at 120. And by the time I got out, it was nearing 140. Okay. And God, it's hot. I know. But really, it's when it starts getting a little above 135 that I'm really like dripping. And I'm like, okay. How many more minutes? You know, mm-hmm. but it's but it's bearable. Um, so in, they're heated by infrared waves that penetrate the body to raise the core temperature from the inside. The waves are totally safe, um, and they're ideal for absorption by the body. Um, infrared units are more efficient at warming the muscles and joints through the body, and some research suggests that they are also more efficient at removing toxins mm. through sweat, than your higher temp finish saunas. Interesting. Which kind of surprised me. That's now, cool. both finished and infrared are considered dry saunas. What they mean by dry is, it's, you're still sweating, but the humidity is 10 to 20%, fairly low um, in comparison to steam saunas or those would be called wet saunas right okay those have high temps with 50 percent or more humidity and these aren't necessarily these are not what we're talking about today these when you have that high humidity it makes the temperature automatically feel hotter but it also decreases your ability or the ability for sweat to evaporate yeah your body can't cool itself and it puts a greater it puts a greater strain on the cardiovascular system, maybe one that's not so healthy.
0: Okay. So, basically we're focusing on and like the research focused on dry heat saunas, mm-hmm. like the yeah. finish have
1: and infrared. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, your, your dry heat. So, um so real quick, I guess, how does this heat stress, this heat therapy improve your health it's we're talking about how it makes the body more adaptive so regular heat exposure acclimates the body to heat and it optimizes the body's response to future exposures or future stresses and this is something i hadn't seen this term in a long time something that is referred to as hormesis do you think i said that right i I mean that looks right hormesis so hormesis triggers a uh Several different protective mechanisms in the body that, one, repair cell damage, and two, provide protection to the body when the body encounters more devastating or more negative stressors so down the road.
0: It basically helps your body build up resilience.
1: Yeah. exact. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And they say, like, a hormetic stressor is exercise.
0: Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. That, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Okay, so um, the physiological responses that you get from sitting in a dry sauna correspond to a lot of the responses that your body has when you engage in moderate to high physical activity. And actually, um, sauna bathing, if we use the correct term, <laughs> has been proposed as an alternative, like for people who maybe have disabilities or health conditions that prevent them from being, getting regular physical activity. Yeah, um, Sauna bathing has been proposed as an alternative for people who can't engage in yeah. regular physical activity because it mimics a lot of the same physiological responses.
0: Right. But not with the same kind of stress and or risk that exercise right. would have like we were talking before we started recording about a friend of mine who has a heart condition yes and because of it she's limited in what she's technically allowed to do for physical activity mm-hmm. um, but she still wants to be healthy um, as best as she can yeah. and so I I mean I was like hey where's the PDF for this study and I sent it off to her so that like that I think is a good example of like someone who, can't be as active as yeah. they would like to be, like what you could maybe do.
1: Exactly. Now, if you are physically active, sauna bathing can enhance the benefits you're already getting from regular activity and enhance like your endurance and your fitness. So, so cool. for someone who's active, particularly like an athlete or something, this yeah. could be huge yeah. in their training. So here's what I've learned as the mom athlete mm-hmm. over here, because
0: <laughs> I'm not an athlete. What I've learned in, in this... In this summer of 2023 fitness podcast recording, smorgasbord here, is keep doing my workouts, keep lifting my heavy weights, throw in some creatine, Yes, thanks to Jenna, and also get in the infrared sauna. Yes. I mean, I'm going to be like...
1: Between the creatine and infrared sauna, I mean, we're going to be rocking it.
0: Oh, yeah. Like fully, 1,000%. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Okay, so real quick, I'm not going to go heavy into the science, but I think it's important that you kind of briefly know the physiological responses, just three of them that happen. One of them, um, when you have this, when you do um, sauna bathing, it increases something called heat shock proteins in your body. What on earth are I had never really heard of these, but they play roles in lots of, Cellular processes in the body, um, including immune function, cell signaling, um, just protein, um, homeostasis, protein health. um, And like the degradation or breakdown of proteins is really kind of a hallmark of the aging process. Right. And then like disordered or damaged proteins are really a common feature in your age-related or chronic diseases, like heart disease and like Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. Yeah, you want to keep your proteins nice and not damaged. Right, healthy. Or repaired. Yeah, healthy. Healthy. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So your heat shock proteins, it increases their availability, and they repair proteins that have been damaged. They prevent or slow muscle atrophy, and they're also associated with longevity. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. So that's big. Then the one, another physiological response is it increases something called the nuclear factor erythroid 2-related factor. Two. Anyway, whatever. It, it increases, increases this, this factor. Thing. Yeah, this factor, which basically protects cells from damages. It acts as both an antioxidant and an anti-inflammatory agent. So it can be really key in protecting against chronic um, inflammation, which is essentially the underlying cause of most of your chronic conditions. Correct. And also that was
0: like looking specifically at some of the research on depression, they were saying that they felt like a key, they hypothesized that a key benefit to sauna bathing Mm -hmm. for depression was because there is that inflammation component to depression and sauna bathing reduces inflammation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then the third one um, is it increases compounds that regulate um, the immune and inflammatory responses in the body. And this is really key. There's good um inflammatory responses by the body and then there's bad ones and they kind of keep each other in check right you get chronic inflammation when the bad start to outweigh the good and take over and that can lead to a dysregulated immune system mm-hmm. um which of course increases your risk to diseases but also promotes chronic inflammation and can lead to other conditions um, so, it increases these compounds that help regulate and kind of normalize the immune system and the inflammatory responses in the body, which is a good thing.
0: yeah, no, it's great. It is it's just so it's so cool that they actually have also done enough research to be able to see like what changes in the yeah. body. Well,
1: I thought this was cool because these are three things, granted, I can't pronounce. Two of them, but three things that I'd never really read about before. Yeah, same in research.
0: I'd really never heard of heat shock proteins. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super cool. So the other thing, so we the other thing that I wanted to to that I thought was really interesting in reading the research is that some of these benefits, but to a lesser extent, can also be found in taking hot baths
1: yeah i didn't realize that
0: yeah and so the 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 benefits were not or at least what's been studied was not as drastic yeah um but there was mood improvement there was um some like cardiovascular type benefits um and what was the other one we were talking about oh uh it was, was it neurons? Neuron plasticity? Oh, yeah. Um, which is just, just oh, it was the compound that helps your body make new neurons. That's what it was. It increases that. It increases the compound, the, a compound that helps your body make new neurons. So anyway, the benefit from taking a bath, it was just for 20 minutes. And the water had to be, it was 108 degrees in one of the studies. So, but point being is that If you're not even getting to the infrared, in my opinion, if you're not going to get to the infrared sauna five days a
1: week. Yeah, taking a bath.
0: Pair it with a bath. Do the infrared sauna three days a
1: week. Take a bath two days a week. Now, here's my issue. I love a good bath, but I have an older house, and the master was redone years ago, and they did a big shower and took out the bath. (gasps) So we only have a bathtub in... Like, in, like, a kid's bathroom? In a kid's bathroom, and it's one of the – I mean, like, I love old stuff in old houses, but it's one of, the, like, the old, like, small ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, like certain times of the year, it kind of feels like my hips are too wide for the Yeah, bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're
0: like, I'm not going to be covered enough yeah. in this tub because – and it's too cold outside yeah. to make it worth my Yeah, worth so a 20
1: while. minutes is hard for me to make in that bathtub. Yeah, I get that. But, um, but I was telling you the other night, um, I've been teaching Griffin how to load the dishwasher. And I was already in bed. He was supposed to be loading the dishwasher. And I could hear him get frustrated and just, Mom, how do I load this? And he's getting frustrated. When he gets frustrated, he starts to get angry. Yeah. And so ended up with... Him yelling, me yelling, you know. And I just said, look, before you do anything else tonight, before you play any more Fortnite or whatever, you're getting in the bath. Yeah. And it really did chill him out. I guess,
0: I don't know. I I love that because now that you told me that, I'm going to totally do that at home too because I've got one of those kids who gets frustrated and just, like, loses it.
1: Yes. Be like, hot water, bathtub, go. Yes, yes. Um, so again, I was kind of shocked. And what we're talking about here is like, if you're doing a finished sauna and I'm going to have to start looking for those, I don't know how available those are, but I don't think I could do those temps because really when I I start, when it starts getting above 135 in the infrared, like that's when I'm dripping and I'm like, okay, I mean, it's bearable, but it's like, you're constantly wiping up your sweat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so Finished saunas are usually like, I think they said like 11 to 20 minutes, usually because they're 180 to 200 so degrees. Hot. Yeah. Infrared are usually 15 to 30 minutes because okay. they're like 120 to 140. Yeah. Um, and that's what I do. I think the place I go, I think they don't let you go beyond 35. Okay. What do you do when you're in there? Um, Good question. So, um, I usually take my AirPods mm-hmm. and I'll put my phone right outside. Oh, yeah. Cause your right phone outside because you don't want to put your phone. Yeah, you don't want your phone to overheat. And then I'll listen to like a podcast. And usually I like but yesterday. I laid down the whole time.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. There's enough room in there to lay down?
1: Mm-hmm. And do I they... put my feet up on the wall like to. But... Yeah. Do they provide
0: you with all the towels that you need?
1: Yeah, they have, and then like a cold washed cloth which sometimes I grab before I get out, you know. Yeah. Um water and stuff and calm. Cool. Um,
0: well, yeah. because I have to tell you and I I don't know that my mom listens to every episode, so maybe she won't hear this part or hopefully she won't. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to convince my mom to go and do this. Mm-hmm. Ever since you had all of your blood pressure benefits, I was like, "Mom, you've got to try this." Anyway, and she's like, "Well, how long do you sit in there?" I said, "Well, I think Carolyn sits in there for like twenty minutes." She goes, "Oh, that's a perfect time for me to like check off a whole bunch of emails." And I was like, "No, Mom, I'm pretty sure that that defeats the whole purpose." Yes. So no. Okay.
1: Like, look. No. If she, she is listening, list. I get it because at first I was like, "Okay, this is thirty minutes of my day." Like, I I took my laptop in or some research articles to read at first. I mean, I, they didn't make it the whole time. Yeah. At all. No. But I did, and now I'm, I don't even try that. Yeah. You could probably read in there if you took a book. Um, but I kind of like just zoning out listening to a podcast.
0: I Yeah, I think I could totally do that, or even listen to, like, some music.
1: Because when else do you just lay somewhere? Correct. And it really feels good, at least, like, the first half of it. It feels like it's just kind of warm and enveloping. And...
0: and then when it gets really hot, you're almost towards the end anyway. Yeah. Or when you get, like, really sweaty. Now, do you shower before you leave or do you go home and shower?
1: I go home. I have seen some places that have showers um, where you could shower. But I just go straight home. It's right by my house. Yeah. I mean, I don't plan to go anywhere in between. Right. and in my house. Yeah. And, you you yeah. go straight home. Yeah. Got it.
0: Okay. So, any downsides or risks that you saw in the research?
1: You know, my... My concern, you know, I saw that it was, like, really good for heart conditions or, you know, improving your cardiovascular health. But I was like, is it really safe? Like, what about my mom who's had a heart attack? Like, right. is it really safe? And the all of the studies that I found and the reviews suggested that, let's see, where did I, what did I read to you earlier? Um
0: I remember it said, while you look to see the things, it basically said something along the lines of like, if you were from a heart health standpoint, if you were in stable condition.
1: Yes. So sauna bathing has been shown to be safe for most coronary patients um, with stable angina or a prior heart attack. And then it says, this is what really shocked me. It says the risk of a heart attack, coronary death, or sudden death, are lower during sauna bathing than during other daily activities. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. So I think you need to be, if you have a heart condition or have had a heart attack, you need to be, like, recovered from it and in fairly good health condition other yeah. than, you know, that. But it seems to pose little risk, which is really surprising to me. Yeah.
0: So now pregnant women, probably know no. Kids... Also no. Um I did read that in once in one of the studies, or maybe they averaged it, but that you can lose about a pound of water mm-hmm. weight when you're in there. So being hydrated, going into it, rehydrating afterwards, definitely important.
1: Yeah. A um, Pound of water weight would be what, about two cups, and that's sixteen ounces that would be learned. I believe. That sounds about right. But um you, you know I don't do math in my head though. <laughs> but yeah. I, I didn't drink enough water after I went yesterday and I'd already done some physical activity and I felt it this morning when I tried to do weights. Yeah. I was just tired. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. Thanks. So you do have to you do have to make sure you hydrate. Yeah. But otherwise really like very safe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great way too if you're looking to, um, if you feel like you have some toxins in your body or heavy metals, or just the more you can sweat, the better. So yeah. it's because a lot it, of because that does
0: come out. In there was a line actually in one of the studies that said that sweating them out was potentially like it was I don't know, more of it was more effective mm-hmm. at sweating it out via uh, sauna bathing. Than just relying on like what your kidneys and your and your body can oh definitely can yeah do yeah
1: yeah you ready to go
0: I'm ready to go I
1: know I'm sh- I was blown away with how just compelling the research was and I don't really know I guess I was in traveling a lot this past school year so I kind of got out of my habit but I'm glad I went yesterday And while I was there I was like why am I not doing this why am I not making this a part of my week
0: yeah. Well, I want to go. I want to go with you. Okay. And I'm not sure, though, if we should go in at the same time because you might listen to me just literally complain the whole time.
1: <laughs> but I really want to try it. I think you should. I think everybody should. And get some creatine and, and get to the sauna. Exactly. And lift some heavy weights. Yes.
0: Well, thank you, Carolyn, for doing all of this research, for breaking it down for us. Um If you've inspired me, I know you've inspired most of our listeners because you know that I would not willingly go into an infrared sauna, just like how you didn't necessarily want to do cryotherapy, but you did it. Um, But this was amazing. Um, As always, we will link the most pertinent research in our show notes, but um, let us know if you try it. Let Carolyn know if you tried it. Yes. For sure. And we'll see you next week. And
1: I would say, I think it was about, I really, when I started going like i just set my mind to go in three to four times a week um and it was really like give it two or three good weeks and see how you kind of feel mentally and how you know yeah your body seems your health overall health seems
0: all right don't just go once and then say no no, no. i like it all right well until next week
1: bye